I'm finding the uncertainty of everything that's been happening the hardest part to deal with. I'd rather be told that, okay, here's what you have to do for six months, even if it was very strict, and then everything will be okay. I guess no one knows, but it's really hard. So there's a very valid point made here, which is the difficulty we have as human beings with uncertainty. And really everything comes downstream from certainty or uncertainty. Because there can be a lot going on, but what we really strive to do as human beings is to make sense of things, have the sense of understanding of predictability. It's how we manage your safety, essentially. And different creatures have different abilities. Some might have thick shells, others might have big claws. One of our main capacities is our imagination, our mind, our sense of understanding things. And we use that as a very major tool. It's really in our nature to try and do that. So when you pull certainty away from someone, really what happens then is the bodies and the mind systems tend to all come online then and say, okay, lack of certainty, anything could happen. <laughs> and then we, we become more emotionally aroused, which of course can cause a variety of problems, not least of which are these kind of feedback loops where you're feeling uncomfortable and then you feel uncomfortable because you're feeling uncomfortable and then maybe you don't feel up for doing things and then you don't do things and then you feel even worse and it goes around uh, in a bit of a circle like that. So with any of those kinds of feelings of uncertainty, I think our starting point we always want to be is acknowledging those feelings, a bit of self-empathy because it is really, really hard and what we want to try and avoid as much as possible is that feedback loop. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling uncertain. Now I feel uncertain about the feelings of feeling uncertain. And before we know it, we've actually gotten away from whatever's going on in the world around us. And we've just got caught in this kind of form of self-hypnosis, this negative version of it, where you're just thinking about what you don't want and like watching a film on loop. You've gotten caught in that pattern. So this has divorced you essentially from the moment you're in. And you might find that the moment you're in isn't as bad as the imagination painted it out to be. And even if it is, you might be able to do something about it or at least counterbalance it if you are actually to connect with the here and the now and the moment you're in. So that's, I think, the kind of things that we, we want to watch out for with those sort of feelings of uncertainty. Now, the other thing you can do, having acknowledged those feelings, is to create certainty. Now, you might say, ah, now here... I've been imposed upon by the external world. I didn't choose any of this. I can't control it. So therefore there is uncertainty. And what can I do about it? So yeah, that is true. There is a certain sense in which uh, what's happening around you is a given and you may not be able to control or influence it. But you can create certainty in other ways. And one of the primary moves I think that we want to make here is taking the attention away from the things you don't have control over and bringing it more to what you do have control over. Um, the example I love here um, of a massive amount of respect for emergency services workers. I've had a chance to work with them on numerous occasions and one-to-one -one working group work and things like that. And I, I think it's true of all clients uh, and groups that I work with, but I learn a lot from them as well as like to you know share good ideas and strategies. It's a real two-way thing. But I love that example of the firefighter. And 
you know, the firefighter could easily say, or somebody could easily say to the firefighter, look, there's a big building there on fire. You know, you can't control the fact that it's on fire. And that is absolutely true. You can't. So if that firefighter in that moment gets consumed, not not literally, hopefully figuratively, it, but they're just their attention is on this fire and they're looking at this big burning building and it seems bigger than them and it seems that it's really, really burning. They could, in a sense, get hypnotized by that and caught up in it. And time goes by and the thing just gets more inflamed and they feel kind of trapped by what's happening in front of them. And you could say fair enough in a sense, it is a very challenging thing. But of course, what those firefighters are really, really good at doing is seeing that uncertainty, seeing those challenges, and then shifting their attention away from the challenge, having first acknowledged it so they know what they're dealing with, shifting the attention then over to the things they do actually have control over, the tools available to them. This may be nearby water hydrants, it might be their hoses, it might be the fire tenders, it might be ladders, it might be teams uh, of support workers that are there, etc. So none of this, of course, is designed to um, be in opposition to the problem in the sense of ignoring it or to try and say that it's okay. It's exactly the opposite. The more there are things over here they can't control, the more they're going to focus on the things that they can control and put some space and put some attention into that. So this is the opportunity there. So this is the question, I suppose, over the coming days and weeks for you, wherever you may be, whatever might be going on in your locality. How can you create some certainty? If there's a lack of structure, how can you create structure? What do you want anyway? If you know what that is, great, create some structure around it, even if it's just experimental. If you don't know what you want, great, this is a time to do a bit of work on that maybe and figure out a little bit more clearly what it is that you actually want. And that can be done in a, a non-judgmental way. It's not that you need to nail it in the first draft. You know, even Thomas Edison took famously over 1,000 tries to get the light bulb working. So you don't have to have your light bulb moment first go. You know, give yourself a bit of breathing room. But the point is to be working on it, to be moving forward positively. So if you can create certainty, it's going to make all the difference in the world. Uh, this might be certainty in terms of life plan and direction. This might be certainty even if all you achieved is just a list of problems you can work on. So rather than them being kind of ethereally out there, now at least they're there in front of you. You can feel a bit more kind of relative control over them. You can start researching possibilities or opportunities. Um, the other very important form of certainty is just in the form of structure. So this can be the time you get up. It can be the time you go to bed. It can be exercising. It can be physically active. It can be uh, just having some sort of a routine that gives you space, even if you don't get everything done, but you're allocating a bit of time to at least engage in those things. Whatever it might mean for you, there are many possibilities. But the basic idea here is that if there's a lack of certainty, the solution to the problem is more certainty <laughs> to whatever extent that's available, not to focus on the existing uncertainty and then to get lost in that kind of feedback loop of certain uncertainty because of the uncertainty and more uncertainty because of that and getting trapped in it. So again, we're not uh, disavowing in any way the initial feelings that, that are there of uncertainty. You know, the, the point is, like the firefighter, you're absolutely acknowledging those feelings and saying, 
yeah, th this is hard and I do feel uncertain. But you're just being like the firefighter, a bit responsive and saying, okay, well, what stability is there actually there that I can draw on? What stability can I introduce? What kind of structures can I build that are going to help me move forward over the coming hours and days? All right, so do feel free to share your experience on that. Because uh, again, there's a lot of individual difference here, you know, depending on what your occupation is or what you're doing. Um, weird times, you know, things, things the, the, the status quo, the things that we expect and the things we rely on get kind of reset. And there's good and bad to that because, you know, sometimes we get broken out of the groove that we're in, which can be useful. But of course, it can feel rather uncomfortable at the same time. So two sides to it. Over in the comments, uh, Bridget says, imagination, therein lies the problem and the cure. Yeah, exactly. That's a really important point because these things tend to be both. You know, they tend to be both. This is the duality of all of this. Uh, you can use the cinema screen to show horror movies or comedies. You know, it's exactly the same screen. It's the same projector, the same colors even, but they, they just used to evoke different things. It's the same equipment. So imagination is precisely that. It is this capacity that we have. And, you know, somebody could well ask, well, you know, why are we built with the ability to, to terrify ourselves or to think negatively? But that's the thing. It, it's not necessarily inherently negative. You know, some people like horror films for one, but back to imagination, the capacity to imagine threats is a very positive thing if it's used appropriately. You know, it could inherently be negative to think of everything being brilliant and to ignore room for growth and improvement in your life. You know, it's, it's letting some of these things register as useful. But this is where the balance comes in. You need to be a good projectionist in your own cinema. Make sure you don't overdo it with the old horror. Otherwise, you'll scare away everybody else. You won't have those customers. But don't just have, uh, have glib comedies the whole time either. <laughs> nothing of any substance, no drama or, or nothing that will engage people either. There's a bit of a, a balanced diet to be had in, in our experiences, whether it's cinema or whether it's imagination. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf or on jfl.com.